Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about Stranger Things season three? I am, because after all, we are the watchers of movies. And today we are taking a break from our regularly regularly scheduled <laughs> programming to talk about Stranger Things season three. Yep. We're not doing season one or two because they were perfect. Nothing. But we are doing season three. Yeah. See, yes. Actually, yes. I want to say everything that I'm saying in this podcast comes from a POV of love because <laughs> I legitimately thought seasons one and two were the perfect television show like they my favorite amazing. show they were amazing everything I always wanted and I knew I wanted but nobody ever gave to me yeah I, I feel you, you yeah know? perfect I mean, seasons one and two are bellissimo <laughs> they're great they're so good okay so let's uh the first thing that I mentioned to you was that the mythology behind the Upside Down was, like, really well established in the first two seasons. So good. Right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And then the, the third Super one... Super creative. Right. Yeah. And the third one, which the Demogorgon has to go through this, like, um, this... Like a portal? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't remember <laughs> the name of it. I couldn't remember the word for it. No, it's the Go Mind Flayer. The portal. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. no, isn't the Mind Flayer is the one with the, like, the flower mouth? That's the Demogorgon. The Demogorgon, The Mind right. Flayer is That's what the... I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Demogorgon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the Demogorgon has to go through a portal. So you would imagine that the Mind Flayer would kind of be the same thing since they're kind of like the same right. like creature. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you see the Mind Flayer, like when, when Will kind of sees this like other like upside down world, he sees the Mind Flayer in the distance and it even like attacks him. Mm-hmm. But he's not part of the Mind Flayer in the third season for some reason other than he can like feel him. Yeah, like, you know I think I, mean? I think what happened is, you know when you make coffee, yeah. and you look at the filter, there's still some coffee? Mm-hmm. Well, I think Will's like a Mind Flayer filter, oh. so there's still some flair in him. <laughs> there's still some flair, there you go. Um, For convenience only. Right, yeah. right. But, like, so, but what I'm, what I'm saying, so the Mind Flayer, you never see him, like, um, in the first two seasons, you don't ever see him attaching himself to people's faces like alien. Oh, yeah. And really like, weird. We, yeah. yeah, and like making them into these like weird zombie oh, yeah. things. Yeah, that was so uncreative. It was just, yeah, well, and it was, it was uncreative, but also it was like, this is totally not even at all what the original series was about. It's like they I went know. in a totally opposite direction. Yep. And they didn't include anything about the, really anything about the Demogorgon until the last, the very like, end. Yeah, yeah, until the last minute, literally. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Well, I think that the Demogorgon, just to, just to pinpoint what you're saying, that didn't necessarily bother me because Elle defeated the Demogorgon. Yeah. In the, the main Demogorgon, she defeated him in season one, and then in season two, there was like little Demogorgons, and Dart was one of them, mm-hmm. and they all died when the Mind Flayer died. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily bother me that they didn't really come back in season three, but the Mind Flayer being like a physical beast made of 
icky, like Ugh, rats and so goo. Gross. It's gross. And you're right, they totally copied Alien when they had it like grab onto people's faces, but not in a good way. <laughs> no, no, not it not in a way that I felt like it was clever. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. taking over the mind of someone else is not clever. It's been done a million it's times. Stu- well, Something I really like about Stranger Things is the first two seasons, they establish sort of what direction the lore is going to take. Yeah. And the first episode, like, it's Dungeons and Dragons. The second one, it's Dig Dug. And it's pretty vague at first. <laughs> Dig Dug? Yeah, because yeah, I don't remember they're playing Dig Dug in the arcade, and then there's all the tunnels underneath, you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. So, oh, God, the second season was really good. So it sets the tone, but this season, is they're, they're sneaking in to see Day of the Dead. And how unoriginal. Like, can we jump more on the zombie train? Than, I know. I mean, Stranger Things, you're a, a breed apart. You don't have to do zombies. <laughs> I know. And so I was kind of disappointed because I was like, oh, this is the lore that they're going with. And they did. They went with a zombie army. That was stupid. I It would have been better if they had gone with aliens. Oh, it Maybe it would have made more sense. But I don't remember. Well, I don't know. Didn't... I think aliens came out in, like, the 70s. But that doesn't matter. I mean, they could have... Well, yeah, but, like, it just, I don't know. I just, I got so bothered with the fact that it was, like, these people were zombies. That was what, it what bothered me. It was just, like, like, they were these crazy, like, insane, like, homicidal zombies, you know? And Billy was, like, a nutcase. Oh, I think we, I have a lot to say about Billy, but before, let's continue on. (laughs) Because you said something earlier, off, Mm -hmm. before... We were recording. Well, when we recorded a take that we deleted. <laughs> we had to do a couple takes. We were talking about how they established the lore, like the the, yeah. the story, the upside down. And then in this one, they just took it in a to- totally different direction. And I agree because the show was established as a science fiction fantasy show in the first two seasons. And it did it so great. And then in the season, they convoluted it and brought in like Russians and just oh, this the Russian whole thing was full on so mess. weird. Such a mess. So weird. Because the thing is, I liked in season one and two how they accidentally opened up this portal. They weren't trying to try to open up the portal. Right. It happened. And then they're trying to contain it so that they're... <laughs> Sorry, trying to drink without it. You were drinking like... The way you were drinking was like the equivalent of a cartoon burglar tiptoeing. <laughs> a cartoon burglar what? Tiptoeing, you know, like super dramatic tiptoeing. <laughs> I was like pursuing my lips. Please, yeah. mom, I can go to pursue your lips like this. <laughs> so, so what they did so was they, they were trying then to cover up their mistake because they thought if the Russians discovered it, they would use it, which is kind of a nice sort of subtle threat. And I like it that way Mm -hmm. because yeah, that is a threat. If other people find it, they could weaponize, you know, they they might, they won't, maybe they'll weaponize it because they don't know what it is or maybe they'll know what it is and they're too power hungry. So I like that aspect of it, Mm -hmm. but I like that the main bad guy or bad thing was a creature from the upside down. And now in this one, 
not only have the Russians discovered it, but they're also a threat, like they're an enemy in this season. And it's messy, and it's not science fiction. It's, like, the Cold War was real. I don't want to see a show about the Cold War. I want to see a show about About science fiction. Gorgons, yes. Well, and not only that, but the Russians were so over the top, and they were so tropey, and they were like, I mean, and that one main assassin guy, I was like, wow, could he be any more Terminator? Oh, he's Terminator. Oh, yeah, like 100%. I was I mean, watching it with Mike, and he goes, no, he is the Terminator. There are scenes that they, like, shot for shot, you know. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. And I know you told me that a few earlier. Them, yeah. But, so um, he is the Terminator. When they actually first introduced him, I legitimately thought he was made out of CGI. He's, like, I thought he wasn't a so real bad. person. I thought he was, like, a fake person. And I was like, is he real? And then I'm, like, watching it more, and I go... Oh, he is real. And I was like, yeah. what the hell is he doing in this? It's just, and you know, it was, they were so comical and over the top. And it was, it was like borderline insulting for an, an actual oh, yeah. Russian person. But it's also so it felt like, it felt almost like it was too close to home with what we have currently going on in our own climate. Yeah, well, I actually and, <laughs> thought about that as well, because they brought in like a political storyline too with the mayor. And it kind of disgusted me because... I watch Stranger Things because it's a different, like, it transports me to a different time, and it transports me to a different world where the threat is whimsical and science fiction and scary, and now I have to watch this, I don't know, are they trying to beat me over the head with the fact, like, yeah, okay, the political situation is scary right now, but I don't want to watch it in Stranger Things. I don't want to watch a corrupt mayor. I don't want to watch the Soviets. I just want to watch... A science fiction show. I agree. And it felt really like a commentary on a social, like, government commentary, political commentary, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was just like, you know, like, I'm like, I know, I know kind of what's going on in the world. I mean, not a lot. (laughs) I get a lot of my news from Tumblr because I'm, you know, a millennial. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just, I mean, even going on social media depresses me. I can't handle the news, (laughs) you know? Like, it's too much. Um, which is probably why I'm so bad at updating our Facebook, and I'm really great at updating our Instagram because I don't have to look at people's photos no, when I, go on Instagram. Instagram is more fun. And all oh, shit, you know. See, Facebook drives me nuts because I feel like everybody on Facebook thinks that they have this right to say whatever they want. Yeah, or and that drives me nuts. Or they, I, I had like three or four people within the last couple weeks, post medical photos. Here's a, Ew, here's a little... Okay, no. Listen, Ew. here's a little thing. Um, what's the word? A public service... A PSA. PSA, yep. If you're listening and you've ever posted a picture of a medical condition... Or talked about it. ...on Facebook, you're wrong. <laughs> and you're a horrible human being. It's gross. <laughs> if I'm scrolling through and I have to look at a picture of your arm with a weird injury on it, and you Ooh. go, should I go to the doctor? I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to slap you. Because <laughs> it's in poor taste. Yeah. And I've had to see it like You're three or four times like from different Jack people. Jack Nicholson in The Departed with Leonardo DiCaprio's cast. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be like, can you go to the doctor? <laughs> yeah. If you need someone from Facebook to tell you things like that, then yeah. how do you live? <laughs> How do you well, put, also, like, clothes on in the morning? Yeah, it's like, I had a couple, there were a couple of people that I knew who, like, posted, like, how much they were peeing, and there oh was this gosh. one girl that I knew who was posting about how 
much like mucus her boyfriend was producing. And I was like, who the fuck wants to know Nobody that? Nobody wants That's to disgusting. know that. No. Ew. I'm like, no. ugh. So, anyway. And if you're pregnant and you're depressing. wondering about pregnancy things, <laughs> consult the book What to Expect When You're Expecting. Because yes. I don't know if anybody knows this, but... Or call your doctor. Both of our parents successfully gave birth to multiple children, and they mm-hmm. didn't have Facebook to ask. That is so true. They did so, not. We were both born in the 80s, so... Yes. Facebook so, did not exist then. Actually, taking it back to Stranger Things, something oh, yes, yes, I did like that's, that's probably the, the one shred. Like I feel like the the season had small glimpses of promise that they just obliterated. Uh, but yeah. something I liked about Stranger Things in regards to the Russians was when Joyce and Hopper were on the run. The like Terminator Russian didn't really he wasn't really able to find them after a certain point which i liked because right. it's in the 80s you know you didn't have smartphones you didn't have this so i thought that was good they can still keep a small amount of secrecy so the plot can continue in that way cuz right. if it was a movie that was made now like the plot they'd have to go in a different direction because he could easily find them oh, like yeah. throw a drone up in the air or you know oh, yeah. follow, follow like cctv so i do like that but something i didn't like in regards to the time period in Stranger Things, is the first two seasons of Stranger Things were fun because they were nostalgic. Mm-hmm. In the way that, like, a Jane Austen movie is nostalgic, where I'm like, oh, this movie takes place in Edwardian England, and everything is just Edwardian England, but nobody in the in the Jane Austen movie is like, oh, look, new Coca-Cola, and, like, telling me... <laughs> Dude! And, that and, part and was Stranger Lucas Things, drinking the it was, Coke. I was like, oh, my it was God. Just like it was so Nostalgia weird. for nostalgia's sake, and I right. don't like spelling it out for the audience. Like, treat it... Like, the first two seasons were period pieces. Right. So treat the third one the same way. Yeah, and that whole scene where it was drinking just it... throwing it in my face. <sighs> it was, it was like... I sorry to interrupt. No, you, I don't mind. Yeah. No, like that that whole scene where he was drinking the coke and they were arguing back and forth about it. I was like, "What? How is this essential to the story in any way? Like, it's not an essential story. It's not even really funny. It's actually pretty annoying. And also, like, it it just it felt like such a heavy promotionary thing. You know what I mean? Like, it obviously they don't have new Coke now, but they might come out with it. I mean, No, they they have, Mike was telling me about a gift pack that you can buy. It's like a Coca-Cola pack. I think it's available online. I'm not sure if you need it at stores, but, um, it's like retro bottles and one bottle of the alleged new Coke formula. Oh. But it's, you know, so it's, it is definitely like product placement, which I yeah. don't mind. It's like, if they want to have somebody drinking a can of new Coke... Because it's the time period, that's okay. But just don't beat me over the head with, like, isn't it amazing how many nostalgic things we can put in the yeah. show? Like, no. The first two seasons were good because I liked discovering them on my own. I liked just seeing it, you right. know? It's the same reason I watch other movies that are set in different time periods. Right. You know? No, there's... um. Actually, I noticed that Netflix was kind of doing that lately with, like, other shows. Like, I've been watching The Awesomes. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm, no. It's like a cartoon about superheroes. It's kind of fun. <laughs> but, um, like, like Seth Meyers is in it. And oh, really? And he's like, yeah. So, um, but it, <laughs> the end scene is always about Jack Link's jer- uh, jerky. <laughs> Every single scene <laughs> Is about that, and they're it's kind of they funny. they don't have commercials. Yeah, that's kind of funny, but it's, like, annoying at the in. same time. You're like, are you promoting Jack Link's jerky? Oh, like, that's weird. I don't like it's, it. Yeah, I don't really like it either, but I like the show enough to continue. Yeah. But it's, 
it's just, and that's what I felt like with this one was that it was such an obvious promotion that it was just, it was just like, wow, we're not stupid. You do not need to shove it down our faces. Like, we already know that the show takes place in the 80s. Right. Like, and if you have Lucas drinking a Coke and you have it shown, we'll notice it. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be like, oh, what new Coke, blah, 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 like back and forth with him and Mike for like ever. And it's just like, oh, who cares? I also felt like the weird mall excursion that um, Elle and Max went on was a similar thing where they were like trying on clothes at the Gap and doing glamour shots. I actually liked that. I thought that was cute. <laughs> I, I like that whole montage. Well, I, it bothered me because I, like, I thought, like, where'd they get all this money from? Why are oh, they yeah. doing a glamour shot? They're only doing glamour shots because glamour shots is an 80s thing. Oh, yeah, totally. And I like their little friendship, um, okay. but I just, I felt like it was beating the time period, uh, beating me with the time period. And it that was. bothered me. Borderline. But I agree, like, the connection they had was really cute. It was cute, And I yeah. like Max as sort of, like, showing her this world, this mall world. And I think... Um, I don't know this for a fact, so I'm gonna. I didn't look it up beforehand, but I don't know when malls actually became a thing. Did malls really start? Were I, they like a '70s thing? I think because I think were. it was like old, like storefronts, like small town America storefronts before that, right? I think it was or big stores, like you know. I oh my god, I wish I remembered this. I just watched an episode of this show called Abandoned, where they went to an abandoned mall. And they were talking about the history of malls. And now, of course, I don't remember, so... Well, it's okay. I mean, mean, but I feel like the Galleria sort of thing, you know, the mall and the food court and all that, is is kind of... I I think of it as iconically 80s. So I think that's okay. Like, that aspect is okay. But I just... I feel like there was just too many instances of them, like, reminding us that... This is supposed to be nostalgic. It's, yeah, again, there's, it's not necessary to beat us over the head mm-hmm. with the fact that everything is nostalgic. Yeah. Like, all right. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I liked Max a lot more in this season. I didn't really like her last season. Oh, really? I, I loved I don't her know last why. season. I wonder if I watched it again, I'd like her more, mm-hmm. you know? I think I just, like... I didn't really like her because I, well, I loved, I love Eleven. Eleven's my little sweet little baby angel. (laughs) So, um, I'm very attached to her, but I don't know. Do you want to talk about Billy? Okay. Okay. I'm going to start with Billy in season two. Okay. Okay. Um, Billy was a really good heel in season two. Poor man, Zac Efron. (laughs) Doesn't he look like Zac Efron? We've had this discussion before and I... I don't think he you does. You don't think so? No. Man, I see it, like, so much. I can't believe... Like, I've said this to someone else, too, and they're like, I don't see it. And I was like, am I blind? Like, I don't like... What's... It's all right. I mean, Whatever. you know. He's the poor man, Zach Efron. So, Billy... That's supposed to look exactly like Zach Efron. Yeah. That's no, I... Kevin Zegers. Oh, yes. Yeah, he... Kevin Zegers. Kevin Zegers like is... Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Zach Efron every episode. <laughs> we should call it We Are the Watchers of Zach Efron, I guess. <laughs> So Billy in season two was a really good heel. Mm-hmm. Him and Max did not get along. Mm-mm. In the end he of was season, abusive and horrible. he was abusive and horrible. Yeah. In the end of season two, she threatens his penis <laughs> because she <laughs> hits the floor between his legs with like a baseball bat full of nails. Right. So they reach what I would consider sort of a stalemate, like a a tenuous truce, where he finally, I would assume, leaves her alone, but they live in peace in the fact that they are not close, they do not like each other, he just doesn't terrorize her anymore. Right. Season three opens up, and they have 
a few moments throughout the season where she's kind of concerned for his well-being, and I have no idea why. Yeah, I don't... We I don't see any reformation of him. Like, there's no shots of a reformed Billy. In mm-hmm. fact, all we see before he becomes, like, a zombie is that he's trying to entice uh, Nancy's mom... To Mrs. have Wheeler. an affair, Mrs. Wheeler, to have an affair with him. So I don't think he's improved at all. I think he's still a heel. Well, he's he doesn't have a redemption arc. No, he at doesn't. All. Like I never see he shots of him and her getting along. Was he a foil for Max. someone else? I don't think so. I don't think he was a foil for anyone else. I think in season two, I feel like his main purpose was to provide them with a car to get. Oh yeah, that's true. I feel like that's his main yeah, purpose. Because he didn't, he didn't really have any big. There was like other than him being a total dick, there was really no big, like reason he was really there. Right in the, in the second season. Yeah, and, and I remember being like, "What's gonna happen? Are they gonna have?" Because I know that he, like, and Mrs. Wheeler kind of had like a moment, mm-hmm. and I secretly wanted them to hook up because I do not like the father. Well, the thing is, I we can right after I finish okay. this, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So. So Billy was not a good character in season no. three either. We never, I never saw him like be loving or helpful to Max or to anyone. Well, and he has no like depth to him. He has no depth. Yeah. So he becomes a zombie pretty. Oh wait, pretty he quickly. does kind of ex- the like beach thing. Well, no. Oh yeah. Even okay. that is very like very like you're not really diving too terribly deep in that. You know, no. it doesn't make you feel empathetic towards him. It, no, it really doesn't make you feel bad. You know, for him, like you don't pity him. You're kind of just like. Well, you were kind of a dick, and like, yeah, I'm sorry that that happened, but you don't have to be a dick. Like, you know, it's just, it doesn't make you like him. No, and it, it, because he's, it would make me like him if he had redeeming moments prior mm-hmm. to that flashback. Right. Then I would say, I oh, he's got to get back to this place that he was at before he turned bad, but he's just bad. We've only known him as evil. Right. Whether he's, like, just himself or, like, possessed Mm -hmm. he's evil and like when he dies max flips out and i was like why why you should be happy because he's this force in your life that's like terrorizing you i mean or if any brother no he's not her brother though he's a stepbrother and he's never they've never treated each other like siblings they're just forced to live together because their parents marry each other i forgot that they weren't related if they were really if they were blood relatives and they just didn't get along i think i'd feel more but they're not they're just they oh, came into each other's that. lives because their parents got married. Right. Yeah. And like the scene, and they had a horrible relationship. Yeah. I mean, he was never protective over her. He was right. always like, "Don't be hanging around with people." Like, so he was racist too because he was yeah. saying like About people Lucas. like that, like Lucas. Yeah. yeah. Um. And yeah. Ugh. So I don't care about Billy, and I. I don't either. Really, I'm really glad. Like, um, Mrs. Wheeler. I really was nervous because I didn't want to hate her character. So even though her husband is, like, lame, I was really happy that she's not, like, a, just, like, a Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that if they had a building up of a relationship, I think I would have liked it, like, her and Billy. Um, but it was just, like, when he was, like, oh, let's go to the motel, and she was, like, okay, I would have been, like, ew, no, (laughs) 
even go to a motel with you. I don't even know you. You know, yeah. like, I thought that there was going to be something between them, like, something that was going to build up, like, she hadn't had this passion in her life for a long time. I know what you mean. Because her husband's mm-hmm. kind of, like, just this dude that... He's, like, sleeping all the time. He's always, he's just, yeah. like, boring and nerdy. Well, and he doesn't, like, really pay attention to his kids, you know? I mean, you saw that a lot in the first season. Yeah. Where, like, you know, Mike would say something and he'd be like, that's nice. Like, it was just... He's not a good husband. Like, he's not no. a good match. But I... And I was I don't, think, I don't think he's a bad man, necessarily. I just don't think he's... He's, he's not, not an interesting character, and he's kind of just there. Like, yeah. he's there to provide, but he's not there to be there for his kids. Or his wife. Yeah, or his wife. Yeah. And I thought they would have a resurgence of passion. When when we were watching it, I actually said out loud, I said, oh, I bet... Because you see them, too, um, her and her husband together at the carnival later, mm-hmm. and they're on the Ferris wheel, and I thought, oh, they're going to... I said, they're going to have a resurgence of passion because she did not cheat on him, and so something's going to... But that never happened. Yeah, that would have been really sweet if yeah. they did that. Because I really want that more like a caring... I think she should be rewarded for not being a shitty character <laughs> and sleeping she with She should. Guys. And no, I'm glad that she didn't And she's such either, a good mother. Like, she's so strong her. for Nancy. Oh, like, no. she's always, she's trying to be a good mother to her children and she keeps, I feel like she keeps the house, like the family together. I love so her. So I feel like she's, I do too. And I oh, didn't want to hate her. So I'm glad that she didn't sleep with Billy. Right. I wouldn't have hated her, but. Well, hate is a strong word, but I would have been really disappointed because I'm like, okay, so she, she has no integrity, apparently. Right. You know, like she just, can't keep her vows. It's, I think that, I think that every, I mean, we don't have to get to I, I think, I, I don't know. I think every situation is different as far as, like, infidelity goes, you know? Um, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying that there are certain situations where people don't feel like they can communicate with their significant, significant others, and so... The only way that they know how to, you know, get what they need is through someone else. It's in, I mean, I understand why people cheat, mm-hmm. like, psychologically, I understand. But I just, I think it's too easy to write a cheating storyline. And it's hard for me to get on board with a character. Because I, I don't know. I don't know how, how I can say it, but I just... Well, you feel very strongly about it. I feel strongly about it. Just yeah. get divorced. Yeah, it's like just it's break up or get almost, divorced. It's almost if you're gonna like cheat. murdering your family. Like just get a divorce. Don't murder your family. <laughs> I mean, it's not like that. But yeah, I just I listen to a lot of. I listen, mean, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean, like that, you tell happens. me about you tell me about people who are like, oh, this guy murdered his wife, and because he wanted to marry somebody else. Mm-hmm. Just get a divorce. You know. Right, and we're uh, we're just like leave. Just leave. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, separate. I'm not saying it's a good thing to just take off one night and you're going to really, like, hurt your family, but it's better than murdering them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the Murder and Infidelity podcast. <laughs> so I'm just really glad that they didn't write a storyline with her cheating on her husband. Even though her husband is boring, I think she's a strong character. I think so, too. And I like that she was tempted, and that makes sense. Because I'm not, I don't doubt that her situation at home would cause her to be tempted very easily by somebody who pays attention to her. Right. And he's a younger, good looking Mm -hmm. guy. He's got a nice body. But I like that she, I like that she is true. Like, she's true to herself. She's true to her family. Yeah. And she's good because later she has, like, that talk with Nancy and she tells Nancy how strong she is. And I don't think that would have been as powerful if she had also been, like, cheating on her yeah, husband. Yeah, that was right. That was really sweet when she was like, you don't know how strong you are. You're, you're stronger than you think you are, whatever. 
Oh my god, Nancy and Jonathan's workplace, though, I can't even imagine living in that kind of, or working in that kind of environment. I would have quit, like, right away. I would have been like, fuck it, I'm, I'm out of here. I don't need to be, like, verbally abused by a bunch of shitty dudes, like, who think they're better than everyone else. It was, like, awful. And then Jonathan was not very supportive of her with that whole thing. Did that drive you crazy? It drove me crazy. He was not supportive. It was like, he was like, it's fine. And I thought, mm, well, it's he, not he was fine. Like they treat her, her really feelings. bad. Yeah. Their storyline like, was so boring. Fine. I couldn't oh, yeah, care I less about their storyline. Number one, all they did was introduce a bunch of bad guys. Yeah. Like Jake Busey and then the, the editor and, you know, they just introduced... Jake they just, Busey. Isn't that the guy's name? The actor? Like the blonde guy? Who... Oh, I don't know. Is that... Is yeah, he related like, to Gary? Oh, you couldn't tell by his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I did thought that they looked really similar. I thought that was, um, like, um, God, who am I thinking of? Um... Toby something. I'm gonna look it up here. Well, anyway, keep talking about your. So they just like that's another problem I had with this season was just too many cooks, too many storylines. I agree. I didn't care one bit about the editors of the newspaper not liking Nancy. I couldn't. I couldn't care less. I mean, I don't know why I was made to care. I don't know why they thought that it needed to be in there because it was just too busy. Yeah. Just they're just introducing more bad guys yeah, because eventually those right. two become bad guys. And she, you know, and they die and they meld. Oh, so together. it's he's Gary Busey's son. Ugh, he's so creepy looking. And, um... He looks like Biff. The stupid <laughs> rats. I didn't care about the rats. Oh, the rats were gross. Ugh. I just... Well, and I thought that there was going to be something more interesting with Nancy with the whole, um... That older lady, what was her name? Mrs. Oh, yeah, I don't remember her like, name. Cartwright or something. I can't remember. Anyway, um, with her like eating the soil, I thought that there was going to be something more interesting with that. Like maybe Nancy's the one who figures out what's going on, but she doesn't. No. She it, like it. I don't even. It just kind of all just happens. Yeah, I Ugh, think Nancy and Jonathan suffered from Nancy and Jonathan suffered from like they're together syndrome. Yeah. There's no tension anymore because they're together. Right. Which doesn't bother me. But you can create tension yeah. in a couple that's still together. You I, know mean, what I mean, I don't know. Can we pause for a second? Yeah. I'm going to pause it. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Are I we guess back? we're back. Yep. We, sorry, we, uh, <laughs> we don't. Technical difficulties. We kind of know what we're doing, but we kind of don't. We're using a program that we're both not super familiar with. Oh, but it's free, so, you know, I mean. Yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> so, Nancy and Jonathan. <laughs> Nancy and Jonathan. Um, I, yeah, I was bored by them this season. Didn't I was hoping care. that there was going to be a lot more. But also, like, it really bothered me that Jonathan was just kind of repeatedly, like, he's like, well, they're nice to me. Well, yeah, of course they're nice to you. You're a guy. Yeah. Like, of course they are. Like, she's this girl, and no one's taking her seriously, even though she has pretty good ideas. Mm -hmm. And they're all being assholes to her. And it's just like, ugh, man, I mean, if I, if it were me, if I was Nancy, I would have not stayed there. I no, left. I would have quit. Yeah, I would have been like, I, no job is worth the abuse, because, like, I mean, yeah, it could be something that she really wants, and something that could end up helping her out, but, like, if they're all not taking her seriously anyway, do you think she's going to get, like, a letter of recommendation exactly. somewhere else? Like, yeah. I mean, no, probably not. It's a pointless storyline. Yeah, it yeah. is a pointless, well, it's... <clears throat> and it's like the only reason that we had it was 
because those two characters, Jake Busey and the other dude, Tom, I think his character's name was, um, ended up being like zombie, yeah, zombie goo in later. the hospital. Yeah, and yeah. they were not there for like really any reason other than her visiting the lady. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, and them finding out that, um, oh, everything is weird, and now people are turning into goo monsters, and uh, it's just. It was very gross and like just I don't know. Also, is it just me or did you did you get why they put Billy into the um the sauna thing? Because of the heat, uh, the mind flare doesn't like heat. Oh, that's right. So they okay. put him in there to see if he would flip out. I guess. Right. It's yeah. But like, I feel. Like anyone would. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I thought, right. well, how do they tell the difference between him? Yeah. But I guess when Will, when the Mind Flayer was in Will, the heat made him come out Oh, Will. okay. Yeah. But I guess maybe since the Mind Flayer was doing the alien thing, maybe yeah. it was different. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It was super weird. And, you know, I think one of the very few parts that I did like was when they were lighting all those fireworks on the mind Oh, player. yeah. I thought that was really cool. That was cool, yeah. But the whole... I mean, let's get into that later, because that's like the end scene. Okay. Um. So, uh, the never-ending story part... <laughs> Dude, I, I liked that. I did not. I did not at all. I thought, I thought it was, it was funny. so stupid. <laughs> oh, I thought it was funny because they all had to like wait. They were all sort of in peril and they all had to wait because this girl has no idea what's going on. Like she's uh, she's dusty, living normal. Dusty Ben. <laughs> she's living a normal life and Susie she, Poo and dusty she doesn't ben. know that he's been in like an underground lab where Soviets are conducting experiments. <laughs> So I like that he has to, like, fulfill his boyfriend duties before she'll do anything. I know. You're right. Well, no, I just don't like it. But I see what you mean. Um, My favorite were Steve and Robin drugged up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Actually. They're like, we don't want to sit and watch the movie. Then Fine, don't watch the movie. (laughs) No, I want to watch the movie, though. (laughs) I really, really liked... The Steve, Dustin, Robin storyline. I did too. Until the little sassy girl oh, came in. She, no, thank you. And there was no you. reason for her to be there either. She was annoying. Well, they had this stupid scene where she's like explaining economics and things to them. Which is stupid because Robin has established herself as the smart character in oh, that she's threesome. she's super smart. She so figures they, out the, like, yeah. Russian translation. So they don't need that's that little girl to explain alphabet. things to her. I know. Like, it's That's crazy. That's difficult to do. Oh, oh yeah. I was impressed with Robin. Well, I thought her addition was really cool. I did, too. They don't need that little girl. The only reason the little girl was in there to explain things because people would be like, look at this. Isn't this wild? She's like 10 and she can explain things to them. It's yeah. stupid. But like, unless you're going to have her... She drove me nuts. I oh, would slap she was, her. She was super annoying. Yeah. Um, but, and, and if they're trying to include more um, diversity, they're going about it the wrong way. You know? I don't even want to think about it as diversity because they have... I I don't think like... I think she's just an annoying character. If she <laughs> had been, too. I don't care what color. Oh, I don't either. She or was super gender irritating. that character is. It could be a a white boy for all I care, and if it acted the same way, I'd be just as annoyed because you don't. She's she's in irrelevant. You yeah. don't need her. No, she's she's not important 
to really any part of it other than to like say these quips that aren't even funny. They're just right. irritating. Like in I I'm sorry, but you cannot convince a child to crawl through ductwork. Hell no. And what really so annoyed me that was giving oh my god, <laughs> dude. Dude, that whole okay, like just let me let me say one thing. That whole scene where they were talking about going through that duct, I was like starting to get super like just this anxiety bubbling up in me because I was like, it's too small. It's too small. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. Like, you're going to die. <laughs> the show is about, the show is about a, an alternate, <laughs> alternate dimension. And that's more believable to me than a person crawling through the <laughs> in a mall. And that person being a child as well. Like, how does a child look at blueprints and goes, oh, yeah, yeah, you want me to go through the ductwork from here to here? Sure, sure. All I need is ice cream for life. That's it? Ice cream for life. Well, and not only that, but, like, the only way that you're going to get ice cream for life is from these two people who are not going to work there for life, That's another great point. (laughs) And actually, I got kind of excited because they're like, how do we get over there? And then Robin shows the ductwork map, the blueprints. And Dustin's like, I'll do it. And they and I was like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. And then he doesn't fit. And I got really excited because I thought, okay, it's because the Duffer brothers are smarter than this. They're not gonna make they're not gonna make somebody crawl through the ductwork. They're they're gonna do the joke, which I liked. Right. But then they're gonna figure out a different way. Right. And then oh no, this little girl that you don't care anything about that's actually super unpleasant and not cute and not funny and yeah. pointless. She's gonna actually crawl through the ductwork. Isn't that creative and funny and new? Well, and also, like, why does she have a backpack on her that could get snagged and she could get stuck? And it's just like, I'm like, <laughs> and I why? just I couldn't she handle that. To... I was like feeling really claustrophobic, and I'm not a claustrophobic person either. Yeah. And I was just like, I no, mm-mm, I mm-mm. wish she got stuck. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my god, it's just her character was just there for the whole time and we forgot about her. And then maybe a construction crew got her out later. Yeah. I mean, we wanted to die. Like, she was a stupid addition. A terrible addition. I thought her part... I thought her role in season two was perfect. She was the sassy little sister who had, like, one or two lines throughout the show. And she was kind of funny. And she... And because she was on the screen so little and because she was fulfilling the role of a sassy little sister, she was funny. Right. I agree. But in this, she's... Supposed to be like way older than her time, right? I don't know why you'd bring a kid in. Like if you're th- if you think you're intercepting a secret transmission and you have to crawl through ductwork, why would you bring a kid into it? To well, begin? yeah. Not only that, like they're already putting their potential lives in danger. Why would you bring another person to also put her life in danger? Do you think she's going to go home and, like, not blab to somebody? Yeah, exactly. She's like, what, seven? And she said something like, I told my friend that I'm spending the night at her house. Or 12. She's probably like 12. And she'll stick up for me. And I was like, what? what? Our kids are in collusion like this? Like, <laughs> a, a kid who's like under teenage years, like preteen, is like lying to parents about sleepovers? I think they do that, yeah. I mean, she's going to get pregnant. I never did I'm that. almost certain she's going to get pregnant as a teenager. Oh, God. She's already sneaking around and making bad decisions. Oh, uh, I never did that as a kid. I was a good kid. I'm sure my sister did, though. One time she told when my When she parents, was, like, 11 or 12? Because I believe well, it if she's, like, 14. Uh, 14 or yeah, 12, I no, believe probably it. like, 14 but or 15. If you're, like, under <clears throat> middle school age or yeah. in middle school or younger, I don't think that happens. Because your parents are still, like, 
totally up in your business. Right. Can like, I tell you a story, though? That yeah, sorry. Like? Yeah. <laughs> no, don't you have to apologize. I just want to tell you the story. So my sister, it was, uh, we were still living on the other side of the state, and one season that it was really, really bitterly cold outside, and they all, her and a bunch of friends went um, uh, sledding. And she told my mom the next day, because my mom was like, no one was in the house. I told you no one could be in the house. And she's like, no, no one was in the house. They all went home. And she's like, okay. So, like, no one was in the house. And my sister's like, no, I swear. Like, no one was in the house. Well, then my mom finds out that my sister was on the front page of the newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) This picture of her sledding with all her friends. And so she goes... So no one came over then, right? <laughs> and my sister is like, um, well, like, like, that's you know, incredible. My mom had proof, that's <laughs> like, irrefutable proof that my sister was lying. And, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, like, what are the funny. odds that you'd be on the front of the newspaper <laughs> the night that you lied about where you are? Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. That's really good. good. I really like that. Yeah. That should be in Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, that would better. be funny, That's a better right? story. Thank you. I mean, I, oh, I, I don't come up with it. I mean, I didn't come up with it at all. It's a true story. No, it's, but, it's really good. Know, I really yeah, like it. Yeah, That's it perfect. Well, yeah, it was pretty great. Your, I hope your mom saved the, the article. <laughs> I probably not, but oh, she no. she tells that story all the time, and, and Shelby's always like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's really good. <sighs> She's like, I thought I would get away with it. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> Actually, this girl... Uh, Terrible. What's was, her name? I don't even remember her I name. I think her name is Annoying. <laughs> Anyong? I don't... Anyong. 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 Oh, she's terrible. What a... Who wrote her into it? Like, uh, I can't say enough things about... I was so excited about Steve and Robin and Dustin. Like, I hated the Nancy and Jonathan story. I was okay about the the other kids. Like, I was indifferent. Yeah. Hopper and Joyce I had issues with as well. Oh, but I got every time to get yeah, into that, for sure. Every time <laughs> Steve and Dustin and Robin came on, I was like, finally, back to the story I want. Right. And then as soon as the little girl joined, I was like, well, now I have nothing. There's, <laughs> I have nothing. I just have I to get have nothing it. holding me to this season. <laughs> I have to finish it because I need to know what happens still because I want to believe. Of course, yeah. So let's talk about Hopper and Joyce. Yeah, let's talk about them and their Russian translator friend. Yes. I love him. So, Marty Bauman. Uh, is that his name? name? I really love him. No, Dude. it's the character's name. But I really loved him in season two. Yeah, I do too. And I'm really glad they brought him back. So I just want to say he's one of my favorites. I thought he was funny. And yeah. I loved him and, and Alexi's relationship. Yes, yeah, I did that too. Was, that I was really funny. liked him and Alexi. But, like, the whole... Okay, first of all, Hopper seems like he's super violent in the season. Yeah. He was, like, really violent. And I was like, I know that you went through some shit, Hopper, but, like, you're so violent that I'm, like, scared for your child type thing. Yeah. He's you know like, what I mean? He's like Robert De Niro and Taxi Driver. Like, he's got some... <laughs> he's got some problems and he's, got, he's taking yeah. him out on people. Yeah. And, like, like when he, like, slams open the door with her and, like, Mike in there, with Eleven and Mike in there, like, I was just like, okay, they're teenagers, and I understand that you want them to have the door open three inches, but, like, you're going to scar your child for a life if you burst in there. Oh, I don't, I, that doesn't bother <laughs> me at all. I could totally see his side. Oh, I can too. I'm not. I'm not keep like keep the door open three inches eleven yeah. because you might get pregnant. Too. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is getting pregnant That's, around here. Stranger Things Four is just like a bunch of pregnancies. Pregnant. 
pregnant little The little teenager. girl. I guess you won't fit through ductwork anymore, will you, Lucas's sister? Because, <laughs> yeah, because we can't remember your name. Yeah, because you're not an important character. Because we didn't like you. You were annoying. You were the most annoying character. By the way, Anne Young is from Arrested Development. I just oh, wanted yeah. to say that it wasn't like a like a racist joke or anything just oh yeah yeah doesn't that mean hello <laughs> yeah, in korean, in like korean yeah. <laughs> so they thought, supposedly, they thought it was his according name according to his <laughs> yeah but his real name was oh his real name was hello I love- <laughs> he's like my name is hello <laughs> he'll be like anyang yeah yeah anyang we get it anyang stop oh, <laughs> that's your geez. name um that was funny so yeah no hopper and joyce yeah okay so <sighs> I, I really I really did not like Hopper this season and previously I'd really loved him. I was having a very hard time because he was he was so aggressive that it was like scaring me kind of. Um but then when what you said his name was Marty. Mm-hmm. So Marty I believe that's the same. Now okay. I feel like I'm We'll just call him Marty. Yeah. <laughs> just for the sake of argument. Mm-hmm. It's easier than Russian translator. Um <laughs> Conspiracy so, Theorist. Conspiracy Theorist, which is Pretty much the same medicine. <laughs> Translator. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so Marty, um, they're all in the car, and then Marty starts going like, "Would you two, you know, Have hook up already? already or whatever?" Yeah, whatever he was saying, like you, you know, and he's like talking to Joyce about how she wants to like hook up with Hopper. Like wonders how he's is in bed. And yeah, like, and it was so uncomfortable and so awkward, and also it's. It's like what you were saying when we were texting about it, or we were, were we talking in person? We're talking at work about it. Yeah. Um, we don't, as an audience, we do not need to be hit over the head repeatedly with the fact that these two have chemistry together. We're aware of it. Oh my gosh. We know. <laughs> like, we've I mean, watched the We've put in two seasons. seasons worth. We know they yeah. have a history. Yeah, we know We know that, that they're they... eventually going to circle around to each other. Exactly. Right. Like, we know, and... And it was just, it was like being punched in the face repeatedly. Like, guess what? You're being punched in the face. Like, I know. I know I'm being punched in the face. You don't have to tell me. Yeah. No, like, (laughs) Like, spell it out for me. Explain me. Like, why are they just squabbling? I don't understand why they're squabbling for the whole stinking season. Oh, my God. Every time they came on screen, we had to watch them squabble. And I thought, why? And they didn't have that kind of relationship. Are they squabbling? No, they didn't. Yeah, they might have occasionally gotten into arguments, but it wasn't to the level that they are in this one. I didn't, like, I don't know if it was supposed to be cute or if... It was not cute. They thought, like, we need to spell it out that these two have sexual tension. And then, if the squabbling wasn't enough, (laughs) the other characters had to literally tell the audience they're squabbling because they want to have sex with each other. But we all picked that up. Yeah, because we, we were bashed over the head with it for at least seven episodes, yeah. if not all eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, oh, I just, you know, it also broke my heart that he, like, supposedly got vaporized. I don't think he did. I know. But I don't know how he survived. Yeah. Because those four dudes that were in suits were mm-hmm. obliterated. They were, yeah. Like, there's no way... That he survived that. But then there was that last episode where he was like, oh, not the American. And so you have, I think we're led to believe it's Hopper. But I I assume, this is my, I'm going to try to predict the future. Okay. So if this happens, either. If they're even uh, renewed for a new season. I don't, it's probably someone walking up the stairs. That was creepy. Um, (laughs) If. They are renewed for a new season. So if it happens, either the Duffer brothers have a plan 
or they listen to this podcast and did what we told them to do. Yes, and they should. But I think what is going to happen is we're going to see a flashback, and, like, the initial explosion of the particle collider before the vaporizing wave, so, like, point one second mm-hmm. as it was exploding, the shock blows Hopper off the little platform, and he's, like, hidden behind, like, a girder or something okay. that keeps him from being vaporized. And then the vapor, you know, once he's safe, and all this happens in, like, you know, one second, then the big explosion comes that vaporizes the other people, but they're not safe. So right. I assume he was blown to safety before the dangerous stuff right. happens. And, and hopefully... then he's found by some Russians who escaped the mall, mm-hmm. and they take him to Siberia to a prison where they're slowly feeding so prisoners to demigorgons. <laughs> oh, God. Demigorgons. That was, uh, that was the weirdest demogorgon ever. It was like this little delicate demogorgon almost. Yeah, it was like, like, it was like dark, I think. Yeah. It was, it was like, like a demidog. Oh, it was a demidog, I no, guess. No, no, it stood up at a time late. Oh, you're right, yeah, it, it did. Was you're right, yeah. it did. Um, but it was like, it almost looked like a little flower. Like, it had this like blue coloring to it. It was like yeah, delicate, it, it was like a delicate demogorgon. Yeah. I was like, delicate. I was like, is that a girl? <laughs> was Maybe like, that's going to be, that's gonna be the, the that's gonna like, be character. Like, like, yeah. Female demogorgon. Mm. Females are taking over the world. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> One mind player at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Uh, um, I like. Yeah, the, no, that bothered me so much that they were like beating us over the head. I repeatedly hated it. That. I was, it was annoying. Well, and then, it was the most awkward conversation ever. It was just like, like, he, just the way he was saying it was like, how are like how are they going to look at each other now? You know what I mean? I would have a hard time looking at this person that I was with. I'd be like, ah, yeah. I like, don't know. I I kind of want to bang you, but I want to. <laughs> I feel like if I'm being if I'm being that obnoxious, then maybe somebody maybe I deserve to be put on the spot. Like, That's true. That's true. Yeah, but the they're way, obviously like she. I think her more than him is lying to herself about her feelings for him. Oh, I think so too. But she also went through some pretty intense trauma because she did love Bob yeah. and Bob died less I than a year before Bob. that. Yeah. I loved Bob. So I think maybe she's just not ready to date again, but Hopper is like rearing to go. And that's not a bad story. Like that's not a bad base, but I just no. think what they did with it was bad. Well, it also his just they just made him in. I mean, again, I I can't get over the fact that they made him such a violent character. Yeah, he was. Just, he was like, and he wasn't wearing his um uniform, so yeah. he's wearing like like undercover like Miami Vice type clothing. <laughs> he was like wearing a lot of like weird. Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, yeah. and the one they Hawaiian were such shirt dad shirts. Yeah, <laughs> I just I thought that everything was just too. Everything about the season was too spelled out and too over the top. I agree. It wasn't. The other seasons had this, like, mystique mm-hmm. to them where you're like, what's going to happen next? I'm super excited to see. And this one was like, boom, boom, boom. Look what we're going to do. We're going to shove it all in your face. And we're all like, I yeah. get it. Okay, got it. Like, oh, I just. And okay. And, and I, with with Robin being gay, I wish that it seemed like it was such a footnote. And I understand that they want more um, LGBTQ characters because I do too. I love them. But when you're doing it in a way that's like almost out of convenience. I didn't like how they did that because, (laughs) oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It just, um, it felt like it was, it was like, it'd be one thing if you saw her flirting with a girl or anything, but it was totally out of left field. And it's like, I wish that I had seen Robin like be 
it, like exploring her sexuality if you're gonna have it be in there or if it's gonna be part of the story because it's not really important to it mm-hmm. but it was like almost done in a way that it was like forced and it's just like it's it's you you like don't have gay characters in there just to have gay characters like have gay characters in there because they're interesting and compelling and they have their own like love lives and everything you know what I mean that's what I want to see I don't I don't care about someone just being gay just for the sake of being gay whatever like it's just like show me someone who is like it's not something that I have to have again spelled out to me I can see it you know I don't know it's just no I oh go ahead like I'm, I'm not coming off like I'm not I I I was kind of worried that it was going to come off as being, like, homophobic when I said this. I don't think I am being homophobic. Because what I mean is it's not that they included a gay character. It's that they did it all wrong. No, Lauren, I'm so glad. I wasn't even going to bring this up because I had such strong feelings about it that I was also afraid of that. Okay. I was afraid of bringing it up. So I'm so glad you brought it up because she feels like a token. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She totally is. And she's only gay. The token gay character. She's only gay to surprise Steve and surprise the audience. Yeah. She's not gay because they want to make a meaningful... Well, I can't say they don't ever have plans to make a meaningful story out of it. But she's not gay in the season because they're trying to make her storyline meaningful. She's right. gay to be a shock... A shocking token. She is, yeah. And she's such a great character. And I was a little disappointed because I loved that she didn't kiss Steve's ass. So yeah. I thought they would be such a perfect couple because they actually, like, they're friends with each other. They right. They genuinely, it seems like I think they like each other. Well, they're in, like, equal ground, Yeah, too. and like, she has this power over girls, which I don't really get. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, he's kind of just this, like, goofy-looking Well, he's, dude. like, the popular guy yeah. in high school. yeah. yeah. And so I liked that about, but I wish, just like what you said, I wish that instead of her being gay to surprise him and to, and to like, whoa, swerve the audience and yeah. to just be like, oh, look, we're making a soup and we tossed in a gay character. <laughs> like, I wish that they would have established early on that they were just really good friends. And like you said, maybe she has a girlfriend that comes in yeah. and scoops ahoy. Or maybe... She, like, maybe her and him are, like, talking about a woman who's hot. They both think this woman is hot or something. You know, or like, something, just anything, something yeah. that establishes that she is a gay character early on and she can um, grow into that characterization instead of, oh, surprise, she's gay. Now yeah. she can't date Steve. Well, and it's like, it was it was so convenient. It was yep. so convenient that she was gay, that she can't date Steve because yep. she's, you know, I mean, and of that course, she can't date him. Of course him, but he'd fall in love with her. Right. Of, yeah, yeah, of course. course. Like, like, if they had just been friends, that would have mm-hmm. been fine. I would have been fine with the friendship. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's like, oh, and, like, the way he did it, too, was he was like, she's this It was girl. really sweet. It was, like, so sweet. Oh, really? I hated it. Um, <laughs> that was super cliche. Right. It reminded me of, like, Freddie Prince Jr. I've got a bleeding heart for a good, like, <laughs> love story. Especially, especially. I do, a, too. Especially if it's done well. Duo. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, no, I don't, I really... What I really don't like in in movies and shows where they're like, it's this girl that I'm really into, and they're obviously talking about the the girl that's like in front of them. Because I'm always like, oh boy, just tell her you like her. <laughs> you know, like I'm always like, this is it's just to me, it's like it's not cute to me because it's like it's it's just it's like girl pair balls to just tell her you like her. You know, like don't be like, I like this girl and she's cute and like she's sitting right in front of me. I'd be like. But I guess 
if someone did that to me in person, I'd probably be like, oh my god, it's me. I feel like you like me. You like me, right? Me, me. <laughs> it is risky. They could be talking about another girl. Well, I know. They yeah. could be. I mean. I had that happen once. <laughs> I, would, I would have to. You had that happen once? Well, no. Oh, let me clarify. Okay, I was like, it, wasn't like a movie. it wasn't like a boy standing in front of me and being like, I like this girl. And like. I'm just a boy like standing in front of a girl. <laughs> having a soliloquy about this girl he likes and then okay. uh, me finding out that it's not me. But what it was was. It's a convoluted story, but I met a guy, and we got along, like, we hit it off really well, mm-hmm. um, just on, like, superficial things, you know, and I, we, he, we became friends on Facebook, and I was looking at his Facebook, and this was, like, a couple weeks after we had met, and I, I was just looking back at old posts, and the day we met, he posted something about like, oh my gosh, I think I just found the person of my dreams, and I thought he was talking about oh, me, because no. it was the date, it was dated the day we met. But no, he met another girl, oh, no. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding, because um, I had some friends, this was years ago, years and right. years ago, but I had some friends who said that we set up a group game night so I could invite him. Right. Because, you know, like, it's safety in numbers, and they were like, invite him to this game night, so I invited him to this game night, and he brought that girl. Oh, no. So I was like double, like knife in the heart, doubly terrible, and and it was. I mean, I'm glad I, I'm glad that nothing ever came of it now. But at the time, I was like, wow, I was really misguided. And yeah, well, that's like that happened to me too, where I thought that guy liked me, (laughs) and I was like, hey, I like you, and he's like, well, I don't, and I was like, okay, yeah, (laughs) I I read this all wrong, and I'm glad nothing happened because I think I would have been really bored in the relationship. But I'm just, it was, it sucked because he was, it seemed like he was flirting with me. I had other people tell me that it seemed like he was flirting with me, and it was just like. Okay, all right, never mind. I'm cool. <laughs> it sucks. I don't know, it sucks. But um, Welcome to dating with Lauren and Sam. <laughs> yeah. Hey, welcome. Welcome. Since we're, we're on the topic, mm-hmm. um, something that I really liked in this season that, like, broke my heart was Will and how he's, yeah. like, everybody's sort of passing him by. I know. And he just wanted them to play Dungeons & Dragons. And it makes me want to cry to think about how hard he was trying. Like, he just... He's just not there yet. And there was a scene where Mike says, I, it's not, I can't help it that you don't like girls. And I thought, either A, he's developing slowly and he just isn't there yet. Or B, he's going to be maybe a gay character that mm-hmm. they've actually done well. Oh like, my god, I would love that. I would built love it that. Up pretty, I mean, I think if they wanted to have a gay character, I think... Will would be perfect. Will would be perfect because... He's sort of like fighting an uphill. I think in that time period, if you're coming out as gay, you're fighting an uphill battle oh, yeah. a little bit. Well, I mean, I think any time. Period. Well, d- big time. But I mean, now yeah. I think it's a little. It's getting it's a lot more better. Accepted. But yeah. um, yeah. but like he went through some traumatic experiences, so he's, you know, he's sort of behind in that way. And all of his friends are interested in girls, and maybe he isn't because he is gay, and so he's got that working, you know? Dude, that'd be awesome. I didn't even think of that, So, I mean, like, I, I could yeah. go both ways. Like, I like I like the storyline of him just wanting to be a kid longer, and mm-hmm. I like the storyline of, like, maybe he's not interested in girls for other reasons, you know? Right. So I think they have a strong storyline there, and because of that, I feel like it, it makes Robin even more cheap. Yeah, um, the way they did it. I mean, if they if they had started off the bat with her being gay, it wouldn't be cheap. But just the right. way that they wrote her character is cheap because they already have, like, on a platter, this really poignant 
yeah. story. Well, and, and Will's I just such love, a great character. I love. He's one of my favorite characters. I love. I love he's Will just so too. boyish and and like. He's a sweetheart. He just wants to be a kid, and you know, and he wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons, and and it's so heartbreaking because I started thinking like, it just breaks my heart because he still likes Dungeons and Dragons, and his main core group of friends are moving beyond it. So now, no one's gonna play it with him, and that makes me so sad. Like he just wants to play it, and now is anyone gonna play it with him? Just you know, well, maybe will all by himself. It just and I love how Jonathan takes care of him, and there wasn't really a lot of that in the season, no, which I missed. I, I really like him too, and Jonathan. Yeah. And Jonathan I, has a like the way big brother protective yeah. vibe, and I love that. So, Jonathan's a great character, too. I really like Jonathan, yeah. I actually was um, kind of expecting that he wasn't going to be in this season. Cause I know, because he had some problems. He got caught like with cocaine and yeah. was like tra- like uh, deported back to the United Kingdom or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Um, but Will... Uh, so, <laughs> Will... <laughs> I was thinking this while I was watching this, and I was like, wow, Will is like a beautiful child. Like, he's just a beaut- like. Like, the way he looks, he's a beautiful child. He's got those big, beautiful yeah. brown eyes. And I was like, what an adorable kid. You know what I mean? I think they're going through, like, I think they have the awkward years mm-hmm. right now. Big time. But he, yeah. is, he is good looking. He's a cute kid. Yeah. yeah. And so, Eleven is my favorite. I mm-hmm. love her. She's basically a little angel baby. As I, <laughs> that's a, that's so uh, what I refer to. They're always well. Usually they're female characters or they're like younger male characters, but it's never like older male characters that I refer to that. As yeah, that. yeah. Um, but she is such an astonishingly amazing actress that I am so excited to see what her career is going to be like because I think she's going to do great things. I, she's so talented and she's 15 and like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited to see where her career is going to go. I think she's going to, I think she's going to do great things. She is talented. Yeah. She's yeah. very, very talented. I get nervous for child actors. I do too. Big I get time. nervous because like Hollywood is like a black hole of it is. debauchery. It's so, corru- it's <laughs> yeah. so corrupt. I mean, and, like the things that they cover up and the things that they, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, you know, I mean, Look at Sean Penn. He still has a huge career, and he beat the crap out of Madonna. Chris Brown, same thing. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. It makes me nervous. Like, I think that it has, I mean, she has a, a, she's very talented. mm -hmm. They're all talented, but it's just makes me nervous when children become famous. Me too. um, Because I think that they have a, a pure talent that can so easily get, Makes me especially nervous with young girls, too, because young yeah. girls are so taken advantage of, mm-hmm. and, I mean, there's, like, you know, there's going to be more Harvey Weinsteins in this world, you know? It's like... Yeah. Did you ever... You know who Saoirse Ronan is? Uh-huh. I heard an interview with her once, and she was I saying... I love Saoirse, Saoirse, Saoirse Yeah. Yeah. Like, she started out as a child actress, and she was saying, that when the whole Me Too movement was going on, that... Her parents were pretty close all the time, so she never experienced what these other women experienced, and that made me really happy, because good. I was like, good, her parents, like, as much as they could, I assume they protected her from a lot of things, yeah. so I just hope it's she's not like... She's a very talented She is. She's too. super talented. I yeah. love her. Um, Everything I've seen, Lady her, Bird, I liked her. Anyone? Except for the host wasn't that good. 
I didn't see that, but if it's anyone started. hasn't seen Lady Bird, I highly or Brooklyn. Oh my gosh, Brooklyn was so good too. But I should see Lady Bird. Stuff. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I keep saying that, but <laughs> see Lady Bird. I think it's brilliant. I I think Greta Gerwig is a brilliant. It's like writer. A, a coming of age story, right? Yeah, but it's so good. Like I think females especially, it's really good for female like mother daughter relationships, provided. I've, you had, like, a mom who was, like, our moms. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's so, it's so good. Right. You know how moms can sometimes say something to you that really hurts your feelings, but they oh. don't see it that way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I that mean, happened to me. this movie, <laughs> I've never seen, I've never seen a movie perfectly portray that. Right. Where your mom, in her mind, your mom is like, it's my job to correct you and make you a productive adult. And I'm saying these things that are hurtful because of that. But in right, your mind, right. you're like, you're hurting my feelings. Yeah. Everything you're saying right now is hurting me. But it's just, like, the relationship. It's so well done in Lady Bird. I should see that. I, I should think see you should it. see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do like I do like coming-of-age stories. And we never saw, um, what was that one with, um, oh, my God. Oh, it was with Woody Harrelson, 17. Oh, I saw it. You never saw Edge of Seventeen? No, yeah, no, I never oh, it's saw on Netflix. that. You should watch it. I should watch it. That's good, too. Yeah. Anyway, so enough about Edge. <laughs> yeah. So, no, Eleven. That's also great. <laughs> I like Eleven story? a lot. So is it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she just gave me the look like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, a lot of stuff, Sam. A lot of stuff is wrong with you. <laughs> I still have not stopped mentioning George Hodel to anyone who will listen, by the way. Oh, my gosh. No, I have, you know. Anyway. um, I like Eleven a lot. I love Eleven. I like the the kids' storyline. I I still liked. I just wish, I wish the groups had meshed a little bit. I like Mike. I didn't really like him last season. I think there was, I think in the second season I didn't like him. I can't remember why, but I remember oh. being, like, really irritated by him. Oh. So, I don't know. I mean... I like that he... It's been, like, a year, so I don't really remember, but... He was he was annoyed with Max, I know that, in season yeah. two, because he missed Aladdin, but... Yeah. I like the kids. Yeah, they're good. I don't have a huge problem with the kids. I just wish that they... I just wish all the storylines sort of diverged, and it took a long time for them to converge, so there was a lot to keep track of, and I mainly wish that more groups had stayed together... And there would have yeah. been less, like, instead of having, like, four storylines, maybe two different groups instead, mm-hmm. you know, or three different groups. I just... My uh, my supervisor said something about that. She was like, why wouldn't they stay together if they've been through all this stuff together? Yeah, why wouldn't she's they? She's like, why wouldn't... She's like, why would they, um, you know, why wouldn't they, like, like, Nancy and Jonathan, why wouldn't they let them know that what they're doing. You know? I, if I lived in Hawkins and something weird was happening, I, my first thought would be like, okay, something. I have to let everyone yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> because I have literally been to a parallel dimension. Yeah. My best friend, from Nancy's perspective, Barb, my yeah. best friend was killed by a being from a different dimension. Right. So if there's weird rats and you see a woman eating fertilizer, just. Yeah. You know, Mrs. Like, Driscoll, that's her Driscoll, name. Driscoll, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I know. And. Well, and they were talking about Jonathan and, and Nancy when they were saying goodbye to each other. They're like, something about shared trauma. But they all have shared trauma together. Yeah, the whole group does. If, yeah. it, like, if it were me. And that's why Dustin and, and um, uh, Steve are so close is because they have shared trauma. 
So they're friends, which I thought that was really funny. Like, like Robin that. was like, oh, great, another one of your child friends. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like that. I like that, that idea that Robin is not a part of the group yet because the kids come in, and from her perspective, it's like, why are these kids and you tight? And it's yeah. like, well, we've been through things that you wouldn't even believe. Yeah. You know? yeah. So oh, I like, like that. Yeah, definitely. That they just, but I wanted to point out something. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did you ever see Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Um, yeah. No. Wait, okay. What is the one with um, Matthew McConaughey? Uh, oh, Days, Days Confused. Confused. I've seen Days mm-hmm. Confused. So I was confused. Those two, I don't know why. They bring up, they bring up <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High multiple times in this season, and I think that uh, instead of Day of the Dead, they should have found a way to make, they should have mimicked Fast Times at Ridgemont High, but um, when uh, when Billy is walking through the pool, it like, mirror, like Phoebe Cates, they talk about Phoebe Cates a lot, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, she oh, does yeah, the like, same, like, Susie Poo is hotter than Phoebe Cates. Yeah, and she does, the, she does, like, a slow motion walk to the same song, moving in stereo by the cars, and so, oh, that's Nancy, a mimic scene. or her mom, or uh, mom Wheeler, yeah, <laughs> mom Wheeler does, okay. No, Phoebe Cates in Fast Times of Richmond oh, okay, okay, does okay. the slow motion walk that Billy does when he's walking past oh, the pool. Oh, okay, and Mrs. okay, Wheeler okay, is watching. Okay, yeah, him. is that where she's like taking off her, her yeah, bra, um, her bikini top or whatever? I've seen that. Scene. Yeah, that scene's a pretty famous. Because it's scene. iconic. It's, it's like oh, super yeah, iconic. Big time. Yeah, because everyone's it's like you know Phoebe. I probably mean, the most totally. famous masturbation scene in movie history. <laughs> yeah, I would that um, and then I mean, not that people masturbate over it, but that the. <laughs> Judge Reinhold was do. masturbating in the movie, I just wanted to clarify. Who was masturbating the, the actor, Judge Reinhold, was oh, masturbating. Oh, Judge Reinhold. And, right. um, and then uh, Steve, Reinhold. Steve and Robin <laughs> have to wear their scoop, their, like, their costume the whole season is their Scoops Ahoy uniform. Yeah. Scoops Ahoy uniform, and yeah. I can, I assume... Judge Reinhold, again, in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, had to wear, like, an embarrassing pirate costume. Did he? For part of the movie, and so okay. I can only assume it's a shout-out to that. Okay, okay. And then at the end of the movie, when they're, like, trying to get a job at Family Video, he's like, oh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and there's Phoebe Cates, you know. So I think that... <laughs> okay. I wish that they would have found a way to make um, the villain be related to that. That would have like been Like, maybe yeah. uh, Spicoli villain Russians. or something. The Russians were so <laughs> over the top, and the guy's accent was, like... I don't know if you noticed, but it kind of kept going, like, in and out of, like, Russian to, like, English. Not, like, English, like, British, like, but it, it wasn't, like, it wasn't a good Russian accent. It felt really... Oh, I thought he was trying to be, like, Austrian-Russian because yeah. he was the Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not him. Oh. The older guy, the one that, like, tortured Stephen Robin. Oh, the general? Yeah, he had, like, oh, a yeah. terrible accent. It wasn't Russian. I don't know what it was, it was but it dumb. was awful. We didn't even talk, we don't, I, we don't have to talk about it, but we didn't even talk about how, like, the underground lab under the oh. mall like the only reason a mall was built was so they could have a lab but well, i don't yeah i don't was Weak. it a new mall or something it was a oh <laughs> am i not paying attention to that okay we're going to pay attention to that <laughs> <laughs> the whole basis <laughs> like the early part of the season was that like People were picketing because the mall was new and stores were closing and everyone was excited about the mall and the mall was built because the Russians <laughs> wanted to hide their particle collider because, like, the upside down had wow. already been breached in Hawkins, so they had to move the collider to Hawkins. So it's safe to say that I missed that entire <laughs> bit. 
<laughs> because and I the, was like, the I mayor just sold the, the land to the Russians. All right, so you know, <laughs> I think actually, I think your confusion is a, a very good illustration of how convoluted the plot was. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. yeah, it's not my fault. This is the Duffer Brothers' fault. It's the Duffer Brothers. Yeah, and Carrie Ulvas makes an excellent villain. He's very good at being a little creepy. He's pretty, sl- yeah. He's, oh. He was in a... Did you ever watch Psych? No. Oh, he was in Psych and his character was really... His character was like... He was like a gentleman thief. So he was like... He's like a, a gentleman never puts his his socks next to his... Um, like his weapons or something like that. Or something. I don't know. He was... But he was a great character in that. He was fun. He was fun. Yeah. He was fun. <laughs> you know what? Something else I didn't like. What? Um, was the whole carnival scene. Like... I mean, if I took a shot for every time I saw a chase through a house of mirrors. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> what were they dude. thinking? Were they just, was it really late one night and they were like, we can't leave until we finish this scene? Well, house of mirrors, let's just have them chase through a, a fun house. It is so cliche. It's it terrible. Is like, and like the second I he thought you ran were better there, than that, Stranger Things. <laughs> dude, the second Hopper ran in there, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm just I done hate right this. now. Yeah. Like, I knew there was going to be a chase in the mirror, in the mirrors. Oh, there always is. If if any crime happens in a fun house, there's always a chase in, the, in a mirror house. <laughs> yeah, like, always. I know, I know. And and then when he shot the dude and the guy was oh, wearing like gosh. a bulletproof vest, I was just like so bummed out that he didn't die because I was like, this guy's so scary. Like he needs uh, to go away because so he's trying dumb. to kill him. It's and just so unoriginal. Alexi, Alexi, Alexi oh, yeah. did not I was really sad. That. See, you know what? Kudos to them for at least doing something original at a mm-hmm. carnival where, like, Alexei the Russian, you know, he he figured out the game and he won and, you know, that was good. Yeah. But everything else that happened at the carnival was so tired. And it, I like, know. why have a fun house? The show is so creative. I, I would never, before the season came out, if you had listed all the things that they had, they did, just said, like, Chase through a carnival funhouse, complete with house of mirrors. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, two people, man and woman, squabbling the whole time, and somebody <laughs> telling them to have sex. Yes. Um, Robin I, coming out as gay for no reason. Yeah, somebody coming out as gay for no reason. A little kid crawling through ductwork. <laughs> and I would have been like, no, this isn't Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, this is a totally different. I've show. seen Stranger Things, and that's a yeah. good show with you creative been writing. Like, the goo, the goo rats coming together to create a giant goo rat. <laughs> Oh my god, and I just okay, and so let's get let's talk about Eleven with Billy because that end scene where she was like holding his face or whatever, and she's like, Your mother was beautiful and blonde. I felt nothing. I was watching that scene and I was like, This is bad. I I was like, Why would they have an emotional moment together when they've never talked? Ever. And who cares if his mother was beautiful? Yeah, like, well, and, and what, why? What, is, what does that have to do with anything? Well, it was like... Unless earlier, or in season two, he was, like, weirdly talking about how beautiful his mom was all the time right. and nobody was listening. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. she's finally validated. My mom was such a babe. 
when she was alive. And I was like, Such okay, a babe. Whatever, Billy. Like, Dude, yeah, yeah, sure. You're talking a lot about how hot your mom was. We're really weirded out by that. What are you saying Bill and Ted's, like, just a little Oedipus complex? <laughs> I don't remember. He says a line about it. Doesn't he, isn't he in love with his mom? Or his stepmom, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, his stepmom's, like, his age. Yeah, I know, so but like, still. really young. She's, like, 21. Like, total trophy wife. Like, yeah, no, it was, it was so weird. Like, they had this super, like, emotional moment, and I was just like, why are they having this emotional moment? I was dumb. It, it was, was it was really dumb, and it was like, it was like, the only reason that they were doing it was because it was like, snap out of this thing that's holding your mind. Like, and I was just like, okay, I've seen this in a million other things. It's so tired. Yeah. But when they do it in a million other things, those people have an emotional connection, so it actually <laughs> fucking works, like, versus this. into Billy character and been like gay much <laughs> just to make it more ridiculous like, something stupid like yeah. god I just that scene was so oh, also, dumb you just... know what was bad when they when everybody ran out of the mall to get into the, like the Wheeler family station wagon and mm-hmm. Billy's car was far off just revving the engine the whole time yeah and I was thinking like and then the scene cut and nothing happened they ran back into the mall and then they came back out He's like just sitting there <laughs> revving his engine for like 30 for minutes like 30 minutes later and I'm like, he didn't do anything else. He just sat there. He literally just sat what there. Is, is, like, just waiting for them. To, like, eventually they'll come back out because they'll realize the car part is in the part in the mall and I can get them then. I don't get it. I don't get it. And also, like, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you act immediately? Like, you're going to, like... <laughs> Uh, uh, I really like to have fun. Yeah. 
This is already, we've already talked longer than I thought we'd be able to. So. <laughs> How long is it, Ben? It's like an hour and 18. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I thought this was going to be like a 15-minute conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was I, I did like the end, like after everything, when they were Me moving too. and everybody was saying goodbye and she reads the letter from Hopper. Yeah, really that made good. me cry. Yeah. That made me cry. I was sitting there, and I was like, okay, now I'm starting to feel feelings. <laughs> I'm starting to cry, and I'm like, <laughs> like just, yeah, yeah, I mean, that was, was an good. emotional scene. And they um, left it open for another season. They did, And yeah. I, think Hop- I think Hopper's still alive. I really like that Joyce, like, basically brought her in to her family. I do, too, Yeah, yes. I was worried about a lot I, of it. I was as well. I was like, where is she going to go? Like, right, because when yeah. she was standing outside and she realized that Hopper was dead and she started crying, that's when I started crying. That's when I really started getting going because I was like, my precious little angel. Yeah. You know, I was like, she's all alone. And, like, ugh, I mean, and she's been through so much. But um, when they were at the mall and they were, like, snuggling together, her and yeah. Hopper was so cute. It was really cute. And they were, like, holding hands later. And I was like, oh, she's with her, she's there like her daddy. Yeah, like, basically. Her dad. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, and, then, and he calls him her dad in the yeah. letter. So I thought that was really sweet. Well, Very and sweet. he called her, her his daughter. Yeah, his yeah. daughter, yeah. Yeah, so. I love that. Um, but, oh, God, that scene. I could not stop thinking about that scene when they had to get that the part of the slime monster oh, out, of, out her. of her leg. Oh, my God. And Jonathan was like, ugh. We don't have to talk okay, about it. Okay, thank you. I don't want to, but that really grossed me out. I thought about it for, like, three or four days afterward. Yeah, it was gross. But... <laughs> no. But, yeah. No, I thought... I thought... I thought... I feel, I still believe that season four could be good. I still believe that they'll bring it back around. I think every I show right. has to have, like, a speed... Like, a bumpy up... Bumpy season, I guess. A bumpy whole season. Yeah. I mean, because it's a streaming show, it makes sense to be a bumpy whole season. I don't know. I I don't know. I hope they bring it back around because I really like. I really am a big Stranger Things fan. I am. Yeah, I really like it. I hope that they bring it back around too. Um, I'm honestly. I'm gonna say though, I would not be surprised if it gets canceled though. I think it's. I mean, I feel like it's still got. I'm, I was talking to Mike about it, and he said it seemed like it had a high score on like Rotten oh, Tomatoes. So really? I, I don't know. I feel like people are enjoying it, but I, I don't mean, know how. <laughs> I know we're both like okay. I mean, I mean, I guess I, guess. I can't <laughs> say that I hated everything about it, but I think uh, the season as a whole, like I, I didn't. I didn't like a lot about it. I didn't it. think it was very well done. And no, I, I, I think there was thing, there was more things that I disliked than things that I thought did, was done well. Right. Yeah. So. I agree. But I think I'm done. Are you done? I now? think I'm done. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye.